One of my coaches said that if you are not moving forward, then you are stagnating. Yeah. And what I said is that if you are not moving forward, you are actually regressing. Mm -hmm. So it's worse. You're going backward. Mm -hmm. And that is my, one of my biggest fears is that I stop growing. I stop learning. I stop developing. Um, I never want to stop. Yeah. I always want to learn new things and grow as a person. Welcome to Her Money Club Stories. We do not talk about budgets, retirement, or the hustle and grind here. We talk about money, time, and energy freedom. We are here to reimagine our relationship with money, to collaborate and celebrate other women who are doing the same. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to explore your passions and monetize your skills and talents and what lights you up? Can you even make money and a living, living that kind of life? You can. Her Money Club allows you to explore all of the possibilities to create the time, money, and joy your heart desires deep down. Tune in as we guide you in reimagining your relationship with money. Hello and welcome everyone to Her Money Club Stories. I have an exciting partner to share and discuss with you today all about all the things. And I, um, for those of you who don't know, founder of Financial Fitness Unleashed and Her Money Club. And the intention for these amazing discussions is to really help you understand what's possible when you overcome various challenges related to life and money and the journey that unfolds. So with us today, we have Rashida, who I have been connecting with um, for the last probably six or eight months now. And I'm super excited to have her here to share her journey and um, what has unfolded for her since she left her corporate job and actually the steps she took to to do that. So we're going to reverse engineer some of her story today. Rashida, welcome. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, we have been chatting for a couple of months and just connecting. And um, yeah, it's been, I've really enjoyed your journey. Um, and as part of my journey, it's always great to have, you know, people that, um, that connect with your purpose in life. So I'm very excited to be here. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. So we'll, we'll go ahead and dive in because I know you have a lot of things to discuss <laughs> on this topic today. <laughs> Share with the audience just a little bit about where you're at today and just some of the history of how you got there. So I am an entrepreneur. That's what I'd like to just sort of like, because first of all, I'm a coach at heart. Um, I really, my dream is to support as many women as I can to achieve the life the quality of life that they would like to achieve. But I believe that I don't have to be one thing um, and I can explore different things and be good at different things. Um, and so how I got here is that I've been doing a lot of reflecting on this. And I be, once I've, when I've done that, I've realized that there's been a few times in my life, in my career, that I've gotten to the stage where I thought, I actually want something else. But because I hadn't done the work yet, I didn't know what that looked like. And I couldn't talk to anyone about it because people would look at you funny and, you know, and they would like, they can't relate. And why would you leave the stability of a comfortable corporate job that you can grow in and, you know, and you know exactly what you're going to be faced with. And 
you know? And so for me, I always felt that there was this longing for something. Um, and it was at three different points in my life, actually. And at one stage, I actually just thought that I'm leaving now and I'm going into business. And so I decided that I wanted to actually purchase a franchise. And still at that point, I, I didn't understand that I could do anything. <laughs> you know, Endless possibilities. <laughs> yes. I thought that with my limited um, 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 journey on my own personal development, and I thought the only way I can do this is by purchasing into somebody else's dream or by purchasing into something that is safe. So the safety still came in there in terms of like, you know, it's got to look a certain way, it's got to feel a certain way, and there's got to be a definitive, you know, revenue and all of those things attached to it because you are leaving the safety of the circle. And being an independent woman, it was very, um, you know, daunting for me to do that. And then when that didn't, there were circumstances around there that didn't fulfill all my requirements. And then I decided that I wasn't going to go ahead with the franchise. And what actually happened is that I got a call from corporate and said, we would love for you to fulfill this role. And then I went back into the comfort zone. <laughs> you <Yep>. see? <laughs> I've done that like three or four times. Yes. <laughs> it's like, you know, it is, it is so much easier to just go back into that. And when I left the last time, it was more about, I really, really realized that Again, at that stage, there was criteria that I needed that just wasn't being met. But what was the blessing for me at this stage was that I had then um, started coaching sessions for myself. And so something else got triggered in myself in terms of like, you know, really starting to think about what it is that what I want to, what is really important to me? What does that look like? And, you know, and where do I want my life to be? And what is it at that point that I felt that I um, would miss out on if I didn't make changes in my life? And there was a few things that came up for me is that I have a son and I missed out a lot because I, you know, there were certain requirements in, in the role in corporate in terms of like needing to be physically in the office. And I realized that I was never going to get that time back and I and I will never get that time back and you and I know lost money you could potentially make that up you know but time is not something that you could ever ever get back and the other thing for me was also the quality of life and so when I started really really thinking about what it is that I want to achieve and I didn't quite understand really what the other side was going to look like but I knew that I wanted quality of life. And I also felt that I wanted more control and not be controlled by systems and structures and processes that are just basically filtered down from top through to bottom, you know, where people that are coming to work every day, you know, those are the executives are not really in touch with these people and they're not really understanding like what it is that and especially us as women, I mean, like when we have homes to run and we have families, there's, by the time you get to the office, you've had a full day. Right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. 
Mm. I have some stories to tell, you know, I mean, like you would think that it takes five minutes to brush teeth, but I remember at one stage, like, you know, one day my son, he, I put toothpaste on the, I didn't put toothpaste on the toothbrush that he wanted. <laughs> he took about 10 minutes to decide which toothbrush he wanted to use. Uh -huh. And all I could think of was like, I need to get to the office. Right. <laughs> but I think, you know, it was one of those things and I, it was one of those things that really helped me to decide what is it that I want and what is going to contribute to the quality of my life. And I can tell you one thing now, when I reflect on it, um, I definitely have a better quality of life. I definitely feel a lot more joy in my heart on a daily basis. And I reflect so much more. The one thing about corporate, about in my experience, is that it keeps going on in circles and circles and circles. And once you step into the office, you know, people start coming up to you, people start talking to you, people want feedback, you go into meetings. And many of these organizations, it's back-to-back -back meetings. And that is not healthy for anybody because your brain <laughs> is not meant to- you have no creative capacity. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so just to be able to, the little things that I found that I needed to, that I could do is like I could schedule meetings at the pace that's, that fits my schedule around being able to pick up my son. I remember like driving so fast so that I could get to school on time to get to my son. And I no longer have to do those things. And it gives me so much joy to just be able to get into my car and just be peaceful on the journey. And that is something that a lot of people Priceless. don't have. Yeah. I know. That's it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And so for me, like the and also time, like time to just really get to know myself, time to understand what it is that I would like to do and be more of and just be a better person, um, whatever that looks like. But also just to be present, like with quality like really quality moments um, with my family. I remember one day having a conversation um, with my son and I said to him, um, because we used to have this um, sort of routine on the afternoons where he, I would be cooking in the kitchen and he would be sitting there and we'd be doing homework. And my son, um, and it always turned out to be the fun times. Um, mm -hmm. And we, um, he has this, um, there's a different language that he has to learn at school. And he, he literally speaks the language sort of like in English. So it's a different language, but it's, it's like he's trying to just translate directly. And it's so funny. And we used to have the most fun. Like, you know, and I literally like used to roll on the floor and he used to be on the floor and we used to have so much fun. And I mean, Oh my word, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that I had those times with him. Mm. And, you know, and I remember asking one day, like, how would you feel if I had longer working hours? And he just looked at me and he said, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And, you know, definitely now when I look back, it was a very hard decision for me because as the longer you spend in corporate, the harder it is for you to leave. Mm -hmm. And especially if you're not doing this work because you get caught up in the in the sort of the spiral of it in the craziness of it and then you just go into the execute do 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 you know operating from that masculine yeah. energy you know I mean I, I I I must admit I lived in that space in that masculine I was energy. good at it yeah 
like I'm really good at that. So it's even like perpetuating this acknowledgement of, you know, who I be because I'm doing so much. And so exactly. we have to like break this identity of it. So, yeah. And now I just feel, and it's, it's made everything so much easier for me. And I'm still on the journey of discovery, um, you know, but I feel so much more passionate and I feel like I have so much more direction. And do you know what is the best thing is that one of the best things is that I have worked on my tolerations. So there's, a, there's so much that I've shifted out. Mm-hmm. Relationships that are no longer serving me, um, you know, that is not good for my soul. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've placed them in a position where I am in control of that situation, you know, where it doesn't impact me um, negatively. And I feel like it's just opened up more space for the people um, that that are wanting to see me succeed, that are sharing in this journey of, you know, things can look differently. It doesn't have to be looking in a certain way. It doesn't have to follow a certain recipe in order for it to be successful. And I'm so grateful for this journey. And I, I wish that I had have the had done the work years ago when I actually tried to leave corporate the first time Mm -hmm. and I actually just when you do this when you make this decision it's really really tough and I remember um, when I started one of the uh, there were two businesses that I started first and both of them didn't take off Um, and I remember that just when I did because I was on this personal growth journey and where I don't have an attachment to an outcome it really just helps me to shift, you know? And so this didn't work out. So let's see what else I enjoy doing and let's explore if this can work out, if this can, if this can be successful. And I really love being able to do that and to discover, um, you know, what I really want to focus on. And one of the things that, that sort of incorporate is that, you know, there's this thinking around that you're not supposed to make mistakes, you know, and, and so one of the things that I enjoy about this journey is that it's okay to make mistakes. Actually, you make know, a lot of them. Okay you learn to faster. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, people are afraid in corporate to even speak up, to speak yeah. out because, you know, that corporate ladder, you know, mm-hmm. you can fall right down from the top, you know. And I love this journey of entrepreneurship because it's more like a jungle gym. You know, when you fall, you just drop maybe one or two spaces, but you but you can quickly get your way up again. And I am ambitious about many things in life. And one of them is being very more much more present in my relationships, being present in my family's lives, um, being present for myself. And so it is so important. And I've also, you know, I feel like a lot of what we are conditioned to believe is that. If you, you can, if you are ambitious about your career, then something else suffers. You can't be ambitious about, um, you know, being at a soccer game for your son and be ambitious about developing your career. Those two, you know, are not sitting in the same, on the same side. And I, I have a different view on that. Um, we can be ambitious about many things in our lives. And this is what needs to change. And especially now post-COVID, because we are so much more connected um, 
to ourselves. We've spent like two years at home with our family. A lot of people have, have their circumstances have changed. They have taken ill themselves. They have lost people. Um, and so their priorities are different. And so, you know, I, in my opinion, this it's time now for, for change. I don't, I don't think the right thing now to do is for people to just go back to as if the pandemic never happened. Yeah. You know, how most would you define success? Like, because you've been on that journey, you've experienced mm -hmm. a new definition of it. So how would you define it? To me, success is being able to feel fulfilled. Yeah. You know, um, I, uh, I haven't achieved even remotely everything that I want to achieve, but I feel fulfilled because I'm able to do more things of what brings me joy. Mm -hmm. And if people are still going to think that you need to self-sacrifice in order to be successful, then they are going to retire feeling unfulfilled mm -hmm. and not feeling very happy and having regrets. Mm -hmm. And if I, I don't like to, to talk about regrets, but if I think about regrets, I do have one. And that is just that I didn't do this sooner because then I could have been far more present and not even, I don't even want to, it's not even about further along in business or anything like that. It's just far more present in my own personal journey. I would have been able to evolve faster. I would have been a better person to the people in my life. Mm -hmm. And so that is the one thing that I would want to share with people on this journey. You can be successful and do not allow people to tell you that you're not ambitious about your career because you want to spend time with your family or you want to take a day out. I remember... Uh, this is just a story that came back into my I used to take a spa day um, and I never used to tell anybody and I literally just took a day off and did a spa day and somehow um, this is when I was still in corporate and somehow I don't know if I mentioned it or I think I must have shared it with somebody mm -hmm. and I got so much judgment yeah. <gasps> from, my, from people at the office it's like yeah. You are so privileged to take a spa day. It was a leave day. It was like, you know, it was a, I, yeah. I booked a leave day. Yeah, which is supposed cold. to mean like, you know, something bad has happened yes. or you're sick yes. or like yes. you only get those days when shit hits the fan elsewhere. <laughs> like you can't just take a day to do whatever the hell you want to do. And I, and I, I laugh at that now because, you know, this is also a bigger part of the problem is that women are not as supportive as they should be of each other. Because what this should have done is to someone else's like encourage them, but then I should take a leave day as a spa day. Yeah, empower them. Like do the same for yourself. You have the opportunity. And mm. when people are not there, and I think it's just when you're caught up in the spiral and you're on this hamster wheel, you know, um, if you don't actually physically take the time to get off and really assess, so what it is that I want to be and achieve and what type of life, what type of person do I want to be in the next five and 10 years? If you don't do that, I mean, the five and the 10 years are going to come anyway, mm -hmm. but you might, you might be further along or you might actually be exactly where you are. Mm -hmm. And I think that is my biggest fear. Same. Yeah. <laughs> One of my coaches said that 
if you are not moving forward, then you are stagnating. Yeah. And what I said is that if you are not moving forward, you are actually regressing. Mm -hmm. So it's worse. You're going backward. Mm -hmm. And that is my, one of my biggest fears is that I stop growing. I stop learning. I stop developing. Um, I never want to stop. Yeah. I always want to learn new things and grow as a person, yeah. you know, and be a better person, a mom, a, a, a colleague, a wife or a friend, sibling, you know, this is really what I want to be. Um, and part of that is supporting women on this journey and showing them that you can actually have the career that you want. You can have the life that you want and the quality of life that you want. And it's not always going to be easy because you are fighting a system that's like a hundred years old that was designed for our male counterparts to succeed and not necessarily created for women to succeed. Mm -hmm. um, and this is true, I mean, in all countries where people have systems in place and it's supposed to be to support both men and women, but in reality, it doesn't. Right. Yeah, and it hasn't involved. It hasn't involved at the times. I want to address something you brought up because I really like how you even use the word choice in it. And that was, it's really easy to go back. Right. And we both experienced going back into corporate America, right? The first time it didn't work. So we went back and we kind of yo-yoed and didn't know how to structure our lives or how to create what I like to call certainty with the entrepreneurial journey. So talk to me a little bit about how you've been able to do that and how that's evolved. So I've always had a coach ever since I've left corporate because the first thing that I noticed is that I was alone mm -hmm. because now my colleagues, they are still, you know, um, continuing in that pattern. And I felt that um, it was, I was being very lonely. I was feeling very lonely and I didn't have a space to express myself. And so as I've continued in the coaching journey, I've changed coaches. I mean, through it's been a few years now, but this has really supported my growth mentally um, so that I am ready to take the action that I need to take. And it doesn't say, and it's not to say that there aren't days that you struggle. Um, there are many days that you struggle because our conditioning, our conditioning from childhood, it, it, Sometimes there's things that comes up at certain points when you've reached a certain certain decision. And then suddenly you find yourself questioning all these things and you don't know why, you know, what is happening. But we've got a lot of conditioning that we carry around um, from childhood. And then whatever we've experienced as adults just perpetuates that, you know, if it lands on there and you've already got the foundation in there, then it just sort of grows lovely trees. And, you know, this is what you believe. <laughs> pattern <laughs> yeah. yeah so so for me that one of the best decisions I made is that and I also joined communities like I found I went into communities to space of, with entrepreneurs so that really and it's been a few years now so I found a few spaces that I like to be in and I know that I always want to work with somebody that can take me to the next level more sort of like from a mental perspective because my focus is mindset I just believe that if you think if you think you can then you can you know and I I've done so many things in my life and this is the beautiful thing is that I've reflected a lot 
I mean, this is what we do. Yeah. And I think about like, uh, I have made so many decisions that I didn't know how I was going to do. And this was before I embarked on my personal growth journey. And so I am 100% confident that now that I really understand the meaning of this, I, I'm definitely going to get where I need to be and what the, the role that is actually going to be the most fulfilling in terms of creating impact. Mm -hmm. um, I think that the world needs more women that feel fulfilled, um, not just, you know, successful in, the in, in terms of being on, in the C-suite or having this role uh, in, this, in their career, you know. Yeah, it's all of the things where you really feel connected to yourself and connected to the things that matter. And I think a lot of people discovered what really matters during COVID. Yeah. And that's why there's this feelings of discomfort now when people are having to go back into the office and almost almost going back into that old routine, um, which no longer feels good. Yeah. 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 And it's like they they know better now, right? They've created some form of new awareness, even if they can't mm. articulate it. And it's like, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel like good to me anymore. And I'm not you know, jiving with it. So I'm curious to see how the next year even plays out with a lot of corporations, because just the conversations I'm having with women all over the board are just, you know, even if they lost their job, went back into a new job, it's like, okay, there's like this, this deadline, I feel like of when yeah. they're like, this isn't working anymore. This isn't feeling fulfilling. It's not feeling satisfying. And I'm curious to know how you've embodied um, fulfillment. Like, are there any practices or tools or resources that you have to help you in that? So I spend a lot of time on my own or alone. I, I do at least one thing a day that's for me. Um, I mean, you know that I love to train. So that's one of the things that I really love to do and I try to do that a few times a week mm -hmm. um, and one of the things that I've really one of the biggest lessons for me that's come out of corporate personally is that to just be a little bit more gracious with myself because you're really really hard on yourself that's the conditioning there is that you know um, you really really take things very personally and you're really hard on yourself and I treat myself with a lot more grace and kindness um, and I also I have my own sort of practices where I go quiet um, and I spend a lot of time with myself and I write myself stories you know not necessarily that journaling but I just write stories for myself mm. And one of the things that I really enjoy doing is um, breathe work mm -hmm. together with visualization. Mm -hmm. um, and one of my coaches has recently taught me about affirmations. Um, so I have these conversations a lot in terms of, you know, like just talking to myself in the present sentence, making sure that whatever it is that I want to achieve, that it's top of mind. And I think just one of the other biggest things is that gratitude. Mm -hmm. Gratitude, um, I feel that gratitude and receiving blessings 
and you know success I feel like those are so connected it's so connected because when you when you are in a place of gratitude you open up a part of yourself that is ready to receive Mm -hmm. um and I feel like that can go so deep um Mm -hmm. and that is the pathway to actually achieving what you're wanting to achieve gratitude in my view yeah and receiving I love that you're connecting the two because one of the biggest I'll call it a gap for women that I see, especially when it comes to money is not being able to receive it, especially if they're working for themselves or putting themselves out into the world to share their gifts and monetize their gifts. Mm -hmm. And if you can't even receive a compliment, right. And, and let's define that because as women, we give each other compliments all the time. You look great today, whatever. Like, how do you respond when you receive a compliment? Do you deflect and say, oh no, you look great. Or like, oh, this no big deal. Like you diminish that compliment, right? Like I can only imagine how you receive money. It's probably a mess, just like receiving a compliment. So that's the easiest way I've learned to connect the two for women is understand how you receive information and receive compliments and receive um, money because to your point if you can sit in gratitude and thankfulness around receiving a compliment and simply say thank you like you don't need to explain anything you don't need to say anything else like wow that is powerful within yourself of loving yourself enough to receive right and then it applies to all these other areas so I love that you brought that up because it is a game changer when you're aware of just being able to receive in general. <laughs> I, I love what you just said now in terms of um, loving yourself and receiving because everything is really connected to loving yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. You, can only, um, you can only operate from wherever you are at. So even though you think that you are giving someone so much love, if you don't love yourself, then that is not the capacity of love that you can actually give someone else. And I just, I'm such a big advocate of really just loving yourself and loving who you are and um, just feeling joyful and happy and grateful, you know, Um, because if you truly, truly, truly love yourself, you will be kinder to yourself and obviously then you will be kinder to others you know and you won't tolerate as much you won't um you will know what is good for you and you will gravitate towards what is good for you what excites you um what stimulates you in the right way and i feel like a lot of women we we come from this thinking where generations before us is that a woman shows that love through Mm self-sacrifice. So you don't take care of yourself. You don't, um, you first have to take care of your family. You first have to, you know, do all these things for everybody else, you know, and the moment you start prioritizing yourself, then that means that you are selfish. And that's why so many women are still struggling with this loving of themselves. Mm-hmm. you know um and that is so sad because you can only really love someone else to the extent that you love yourself yeah it's wild 
like when you really dig into this topic, I've, I feel like I've hit a new layer of this topic recently because what kept coming up for me and I had to dig into it in meditation was, you know, feeling reverence and like this word reverence kept coming up. I'm like, what does that actually mean? It's this adoration and love and respect and honor. And it's like, Rachelle, if you want that give it to yourself first. And so it was just like this new layer of, I thought I was doing that. It's like, mm, where am I not doing that? And like cleaning it up and cleaning up these little areas where I wasn't doing that a lot of it, because I'm traveling the world. I'm all over the place. I could feel very untethered. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. And you still get to love, honor, and respect yourself, even through these environment changes and it's okay to still do that. And you don't have to sacrifice, you know, these things just because your life looks very different than it did six months ago or 10 months ago. And so, yeah, there's like layers to this that are really powerful to unearth within us. And I feel like I've just recently come to this new conclusion around what that gets to look like for myself. And it feels so fulfilling, joyful, feels really good because now I know and trust myself to do that for myself and then give that back to the world around me. So it, it just perpetuates this pattern of allowing you to give more. And I love how you just said that um, you still get to, because that's the thing. The moment you change the language, the moment you change that it becomes a positive thing because you get to do all these things. You get to travel the world and you get to do the work that you love. You know, I get to get up every day and I go to gym and I get to, I am physically healthy enough to do these things. And I get to take my son to school every day and I get to pick him up and I get to work with incredible women and I get to see their successes and I get to see them changing their lives and making life-changing decisions. And that just, you know, um, I mean, just impacting the life of one woman, one family at a time. You know, this is all that we need to do because when you shift, when you make that shift into understanding that prioritizing yourself and changing the status quo, you know, and putting out there what is important to you does not, does not take away from you being ambitious about having a business or, um, being successful in your career, it actually adds to it. Yeah. You know, it adds to it because a woman is designed that way. You know, you will just create something beautiful out of everything when you are feeling fulfilled, when you are feeling that your life is filled with joy, and when you are feeling like I get to do all these things. Um, and I think that so many, um, so many people miss that. And it, I had a conversation recently where somebody was talking about retirement and it's just that, you know, in 10 years time, they are going to, I think 15 years time, they're going to retire. And, and I thought to myself, but that is not the end. And that, you know, retirement doesn't mean that your life stops. Retirement means, well, a lot of it depends on what you do before then, but it's just a change. It's evolving, you know, and it can be, and you can design it, whatever you want it to be. It can look whatever, whichever way you want to do. But if you do not put the systems in place, if you do not do the work on yourself, if you do not voice, if you do not say what, what the kind of life is that you want to create for yourself and have sometimes really hard conversations with people who are going to look at you very strangely and think like, uh, who are you? And why do you think this is going to work? 
But you have to be brave because you have to fight for that life that you want. Yeah. And the sad part is that we we tolerate so much, Michelle. So much we tolerate so much because of our conditioning as children, and we go through our lives blissfully living blissfully in ignorance, <laughs> not realizing, you know, that we are just basically pawns in this whole corporate cycle until we say this is what my success looks like to me and you know what if I don't fit in here then I will find a space where I'm going to fit in mm -hmm. you know or that meets what I need and what values the fact that I am ambitious about other things in my life because I don't bring half a person to the office I bring a whole person into the office mm -hmm. yep yep and, and a company should should sorry a company should celebrate that yeah and and be grateful for that and acknowledge that that's just a part of the process i know some companies do like work share now where you can like split between two people one job and and stuff like that which i love mm. um, my last company started doing that and that's so helpful for you know going through life situationally and defining how you want to design your life. So yeah. I love that you brought up life by design because I think that is, if we're not in practice of designing our life, then what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Exactly. Because that's the exactly. only way we're going to get what we want. So exactly. Yeah. And, and, and it is scary to think that when you get to the end of your life, are you going to be happy with the choices that you've made? Yeah. You know, and even if that means when you get to retirement, are you going to be happy with the choices that you've made? And that is a question that I ask myself all the time. Am I going to be happy? And even if I don't know what the outcome is going to be, is that I'm rather going to take a considered risk and move into a certain direction. And whatever the outcome is, that is the outcome. But it will help me to get to where it is that I would like to go, you know, then to sit in this place of comfort. And we know with comfort, there's no growth. So you're basically going backward. And your life can be so different if you just take a chance on yourself and honor yourself. Um, I'm having conversations with women now that are changing their lives in big ways. And it is so exciting. Um, you know, that they are um, becoming bigger versions of themselves and having conversations about salaries, for example, you know, um, having conversations about this is what I think I need to be paid. And those are not easy conversations, you know, um, to have. Um, <laughs> and some people never have those conversations. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> but once, and what was so, what was, I, I really enjoyed this conversation um, in one of my sessions. The, the client said, I'm, I'm not afraid to have this conversation. And I just felt, oh, yes. <laughs> I'm not afraid to have this conversation. Finally. Woo! <laughs> exactly. You know, because this is the value that I bring. You know, this is the value that mm -hmm. I bring. And then I told it to add 20% onto that number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yes, more. <laughs> I love it. I love this conversation. We could go on for hours. Um, I know. We are, are going to wrap it up. So 
if you don't mind just sharing with everyone who's listening how they can connect with you and any programs or anything you want to share that might support them on this journey. So I am on uh, Instagram. That's the platform that I'm mostly on um, as Fem Powered Living. Um, and I enjoy working with women who are ready to take the next step and to change the status quo um, and be more present in their lives, create more, create a more fuller life, you know, whatever that looks like for you. And this is my mission is to really, really empower women to have the difficult conversations with the people that they need to, or make those decisions that's going to give them a better life for themselves, whatever that looks like. I, I no longer subscribe to, you know, being put in a box where, you know, you need to fit into this thing, you know, this little container. We are human beings. We are people. And you need to go or be where you are valued and your values are honored and you are celebrated. Um, and you can have a fulfilling a career. And I feel like it's very, very possible for women to have a fulfilling, thriving career and not feel like they've left an entire life behind and that they've made all these sacrifices that's going to come back to haunt them. And, you know, this picture looks different for, for, for everybody. But the one thing that I focus on is that creating the life that brings you joy, whatever that looks like. And I like to work with women who are ready to take that step because I, I know how daunting it is. It is terrifying. It is one of the most terrifying things. And I've been there a few times and I've gone back a few times. And so, you know, but it is possible. It's very possible. And to be connected to yourself and your soul is such a beautiful thing. Um, and you just realize one of the biggest things for me is that I realize how much I tolerate it. It, it is crazy how much you tolerate. And one of the funniest things that the pandemic has proven is that, you know, um, one of the things that I needed at one stage in my career was that I needed to work from home. I needed to be able to work from home. Mm -hmm. And I was told that that's not possible. You physically need to be in the office. You can't work from home. People need to see you. All these reasons. And then comes 2020. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the whole world is working from home. So when you think about changing the status quo, that has been the biggest change ever. So whatever you're going yep. to propose in comparison, in terms of what kind of life you want to live, it's not going to be anywhere close to that, really. Because an organization never planned, most of these big corporates never planned to have their thousands of employees working from home. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and a lot of them saw the data of that being more successful. So a lot of them even recognize that like, oh, people are enjoying this. People are like successful doing this. We're seeing more productivity doing this. Exactly. So why wouldn't we keep doing this? Exactly. Exactly. And now you'll see a lot of companies are uh, introducing the hybrid model. But there are a lot of companies that are going full time back into the offer. So it's going to it's going to be interesting the next couple of years. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining us here today. I loved your story and I appreciate your shares and just the 
heartfeltness of it all, because I think allowing ourselves to see what's possible is where we get to go next. So I appreciate you adding to the mix with your story. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I, I love talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> and same. I love being here today. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome.